Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 104. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm Todd Oxtra, joined by the Canardian, the returning champion, my friend. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. It's good to feel mostly better, not 100%, but... Uh, you know, forgive me if I cough a little bit. My voice is mostly back. It's still a little raspy, but I'll uh, I'll make do and we'll we'll have a good show. Yeah, it's you've been struggling with a little bit of illness. The family stuff is, is going on with you. Got a kid. Everybody shares. Um, you had to miss Holocron. Uh, you guys took a week off. Uh, you had you missed uh, when I had uh, uh, when I had Leon. So yeah. the promise is to bring uh, Becky on next. So we'll be looking to do that. We're going to have some fun guests. But Mark, the important question now is: yes. Did you get anything cool gaming related for Christmas? Um, I got. Um, gaming related. What did I get? Um, I, a game pass ultimate renewal, um, mainly. So, you know, the gift that keeps on giving really, um, that's pretty much it. I got myself a, an Xbox charger, like a controller recharging mm-hmm. battery it has like four slots in it. I'll talk about that one in the next episode. Cause I want to test it a little bit sure. before I give kind of a full review on it. Um, I, I mainly like, I want to test to make sure the battery lasts as long as it says it does kind of thing. Um, yeah, I got a, a Korok, um, plushie. Oh, nice. Uh, that, yeah. That, I think that, I saw that. My, yeah. My son has, uh, has kind of taken over. Um, what about yourself? What, what did you get any, uh, any fun gaming uh, stuff? Well, my wife got me this shirt, so it's kicking it old school. So it's an arcade. So uh, she got me that. Uh, I got a got a word shirt f- uh, for my mom that was too small. So Logan owns that now. Um, so sharing is caring. I got three video games, which is the most I ever got. Which are usually it's difficult with your family because they potentially will get you something you already have. So three games. Uh, one of the um, the games from the. Uh, Oh, I'm blanking on the name. It's the series of games uh, by Supermassive. Uh, they do the horror anthology series, so their latest the, the game. Dark Pictures is an anthology. Yeah, so the most recent from that that I haven't played, so it's gonna, I'm going to save that for the for scary times. Uh, I also got uh, Fist, which is a game I'm going to talk about, which is right. one of the worst names in the world. And then I also got the Atari 50 collection. Oh, cool. So I'm really excited about that one, even though I probably won't play a lot of the games. I'm excited about because I've heard it so many good things about it being kind of a great history piece, kind of more of a documentary. So um, that was kind of what I got from video games. But then I got this, which I didn't know this existed. So if you can see it, it's the basically a graphic novel about the history of video games. Cool. It's called The Comic Book Story of Video Games. So I'm like, this is pretty cool. I, I didn't know this existed. So it's a graphic novel. So it'll be fun seeing illustrations, not not just you know the the, the words, but all the, the pictures and, and the story. So I'm I'm excited to read that. So I'll, I'll be probably doing a review in 2023 of that. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Wait, how far does it go back? Like right to like the beginning of video games, kind of thing. Uh, let me look into like the crash, the 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 rebuild with Nintendo, all the like. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It's got like an intro that kind of talks about, you know, where video games are at now. But then, you know, basis takes us back to um, kind of the history of entertainment. And then it goes into um, some various things. But it's really cool because they go back to like really in- early innovators. We're talking about like um, 
Einstein, not not Einstein, but um, Thomas Edison with power. And so it's kind of a weird uh, transition, but also uh, the illustrations are fun because they add a little bit of like they add in like, uh, I mean, you can't, probably can't see it very well because of my background, but um, it's got like Mario levels, but with like the, the founders of video games. So it's kind of, it's kind of a more creative approach to telling the history, which should be a fun read. That's really cool. Yeah, so that was that was kind of it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, gift cards and things like that. Logan, uh, he bought Rogue. He got a Steam card from his mom, so he bought Rogue Legacy too. So hopefully, I'll get to play that. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it'll be a good time. That's great. Yeah, so um, well, hopefully everybody else in the community had a great Christmas. New Year's is coming up, uh, and um, if you got anything cool for Christmas, and Mark and I are both in a secret group, and we do an exchange every there, year there too. So it's always fun to be a part of that gaming community as well. Mm-hmm. But the first rule is we can't talk about it. So I already exactly. broke it. <laughs> so moving on to our favorite segment of the show by rent return mark um i was inspired because i've been playing fist i'll talk about it but it is essentially a platformer uh metroidvania type game so that made me think of all the ways you move in games so i picked move mechanics including double jump dash dodge or roll just basically evasion techniques i guess is the best way to put it and then wall jump so I don't know if wall jump's cheating with the double jump, but I figure it's another move mechanic that's become kind of synonymous with the games. So um, did I miss anything that, anything that you think is more iconic or in regards to movement? I mean, there's... No, see, when I, and I, and when I read wall jump, I, for some reason, my brain went to like wall run as well, like the, the Prince of Persia style, like mm. jump, run... Running along the, wall, the ledge? Got the it. Wall kind of thing. So that's... That was kind of like my differentiator between like a normal double jump of like, you know, you jump in the air and then you jump off of the air, I guess, whatever, however that mechanic works and, uh, and, and the wall jump mechanic. So I, yeah, I, the, I, I think of them, you know, the Mario back and forth, you go on one side of the wall, you go to yeah. the other side of the wall and go up the, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. No, I, I think those are good. It's a hard one. Because I even struggle. I'm like, but we actually, we probably start with the comments from the group. Yeah. So uh, Jerry McCoy from the Facebook group, he says, buy, dash, dodge, and roll. Rent, wall jump, assuming this also means run, if it's mantling less enthused. Okay, so he went your your route, Mark, with the, with the wall run. And then returning double jump. Wow, that's a, that's a very brave, brave addition. Wow. Um, in the Discord group, the winner gamer, uh, he says buy double jump. It can cover everything. Rent, dash, dodge, roll most of the time. And return, it's, uh, which is wall jump. It's just it's faster to, to return wall jump. Not many walls that I need it for anyways. True. Um, and then Schloss Ritter, he is basically uh, agreeing with uh, Brendan, but he basically says... Uh, except to add that wall jumping gives me traumatic flashbacks to Strider on NES. Very true. Fair, fair. Uh, for me, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna buy the double jump. For some reason, that's just such a video gamey mechanic that doesn't make any physical sense, but feels so natural. You know, it's one of those mm-hmm. things that it's just like. 
I should be able to jump again while I'm already in the air. That doesn't work in real life, but it just feels right. And mm-hmm. everyone understands that everyone gets it. Like hey, it's a double jump. It's like, what the hell does that mean? It's a double. Don't worry about it. Like, it's just, it's the most video gamey video game thing. So I, I have to, I have to buy that one. Mark, have you tried, ever tried like a triple jump, like in the Olympics where they do, 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 and then they do that. I, I don't even know that's like, I don't think I could do it. I'd probably fall the second time. Yeah, that that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to, oh man, the, the next two are tough. You know, I, I love, I love my platformers. I've been playing through um, Super Mario 64 for Finn, who, who's really in, in like a, a Mario zone right now. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with wall jump for my next one, even though I'm not, it depends on the game, but it, it also depends on the game for dash dodge and roll too. Like I find that's overused in some games and can be super, um, super annoying. So I, these two literal coin flip, like you could get me, it's not going to take much to convince me, but for right now, I'm going to rent wall jump, return dash dodge roll. By the end of this episode, I will probably have changed my mind, but that's what I'm going with right now. What about you? It just takes the right game to convince you otherwise. That's all it is. Because you're like, I, if I didn't have that, it would have been a horrible experience. Or when something's missing, you kind of feel like, it doesn't feel right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I am I am definitely buying Double Jump. It just feels lately, if, if you're in a platformer of any type, it feels like it's just missing something. I remember playing Bionic Commando, a game you cannot jump in. You have to use the grapple claw, which just felt so weird, but it worked. Uh, but it just took some, you know, getting used to. But I think of so many games, if double jump wasn't there, like Ori and you know modern ga- games like that that just don't that, that use it to such excellent, you know, use. It's it's wonderful. Um, I would then rent dash dodge and roll because it can be used well it can be used badly it's turned into an evasion but you know some games like guacamelee use it really well where it's like the dash in the air gives you like double jump dash it's like you can go so far even mario odyssey when they add in all those things i saw people like go so far that i like i i just couldn't even understand how they're doing it but it was Mm -hmm. there and it added another ability to get you where you needed to go or get to places you normally couldn't so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's something I don't always need or it's not always done right. And then wall jump, it just seems like it, I, it's when it's there, I'm okay with it when it's or, or I enjoy it when it's missing. I don't go, oh, well, this could have used a wall jump. Mm, so it does yeah. feel like that thing that it's like eh, it could disappear and I would probably not care. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. See, you're already convincing me to be like, and when we get to our like anticipated games a little later in the, the bonus round, I'm going to be like most of the games that I mention have dodge mechanics. So like that really should be my, my rent. But anyway, we'll, we'll keep on going. Just one good wall jump is all it takes to get Mark back in. <laughs> That's it. Oh, very, very good. Now, what we've been playing. So Mark, typically when you're sick, you either 
play a lot of games or you play none at all. And I don't know what it was for you. You played a couple, though, it looks like. So what was the verdict on it? Uh, for, for me, this was a, a very low profile kind of thing. So I, I did play some games that I'm not going to talk about like a, well, you know, I'll mention them, but I won't go into detail. So, um, more Pokemon and, and Mario 64 to, to entertain Finn. Um, but aside from that, yeah, my gaming was a little light, um, a little bit of Fortnite here and there, but the rest of this was either, this is like. Some of this list is, is games that I played back before mm-hmm. I even missed an episode. So this this stuff wasn't even like covered recently for the most part. But anyway, one of those I have been playing over the break whenever I get a chance, including remote play, like and and game pass streaming, just because it's so goofy and so ridiculous. I see that you've been playing it too. Let's talk about high on life. High on Life by Squanch Games, Justin Roiland, folks who did Trover Saves the Universe. Yep. Um, yeah, so this is the Rick and Morty squad uh, that have made, gotten into video games. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Studio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a Game Pass. It's, it's an Xbox and PC, I think. And it's on Game Pass Day and Date. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. And it seems to be doing really, really well on Game Pass. It's like the most played game on game pass the most most played single player game it's it's just it's like breaking some game pass records doing really really well um pretty well reviewed and i it's it's very tough to recommend this one though because of the humor you have to buy in to that style of humor i love rick and morty you and i have watched rick and morty together mm-hmm. in VR and it's it's great. So if if you're like us and have a juvenile brain that can get into it and deal with the f bombs and the language and the weird annoying things that become funny and then become annoying and then become funny again, like if you can deal with that stuff, you're going to love this game. But if you can't, like there are some options to turn down how much the weapons talk to you because this is a game that your weapons, it's a first person shooter where your guns and a knife uh, will converse to you. They're, they're living organisms that also happen to be guns and you become a a bounty hunter after aliens kind of crash in next to your house and start taking over earth. And um, yeah, but it's, it's so hard to recommend for people like if like, hey, go watch an episode of Rick and Morty. If you find it funny, play this game. If you don't, I don't wear know. headphones with the kids around, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not safe for kids. No. And to Mark's point, you can turn off actually most of the dialogue if you want. But I would say if you're doing that, I don't know if the game is strong enough really to be without that. Cause it's, it's that marriage of the sense of humor and what you're doing. It kind of plays into that. Um, I mean, they, like Mark said, the, the aliens landed and they're essentially using humans as drugs, which I found very odd. <laughs> so high in life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's so ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. It's so I jumped, I, I fell off of it pretty quick. I did the first bounty, uh, like the clone queen or whatever she was. Um, so I did the first bounty and I'm like, 
I actually know why Rick and Morty works in 20 minute increments. It doesn't work mm. in too long because I just got tired of it. I'm just like, yeah, they're repeating the same jokes over and over. I'm like, it just felt like stuff Rick and Morty left on the floor and said, eh, we can't use it in a show because it's not that entertaining. And it felt like an Xbox 360 shooter. I didn't feel like it was doing anything special or new. Um, the, the mechanics of the, 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 the weapons talking to you, like the, the, the knife that just wants to stab people. <laughs> but you can also use it as a um, grappling hook, which was very fun. That was very yeah. cool. Um, and you do bounties and you're doing that kind of stuff. So I get it. But for me, I'm like, the gameplay just wasn't enough to keep me coming back. But I can understand where some people, they just what they want. They want something dumb fun. Todd, catchphrase. Um, <laughs> Mark, your your bingo card, apparently, which Charlie is making us do. Um, yeah, so Mark, I'll figure out what your catchphrase is very soon, too. Um, but yeah, it, it just, I fell off. and um, But I'm glad it was on Game Pass because I didn't have to spend 50 bucks to see if I really liked it or not. But I, it's, it's encouraging that a single-player, first-person shooter story-based sense of humor is doing so well yeah yeah i i have not fallen off of it i haven't beaten it yet i haven't finished it but um i've been playing in small increments one because i can't play when the kid's around because he repeats everything and uh two just because i haven't been feeling good so i've been going to bed early so that really cuts my my play time down but i'm um three bounties in still very much enjoying it i love the ridiculousness of being able to like if you want to in between bounties you can watch like a full movie oh yeah uh tammy and the t-rex or tammy and the teenage oh, t-rex like a real movie I, I didn't realize they were all real oh yeah legit movie um there's there i think there is some other stuff that is specifically made for this game and uh and you can watch through those but like um I just sat there for like a half hour watching Tammy and the, the teenage T-Rex. I was like, um, Denise Richards and Paul Walker. And I was just like, what is this game? And like my wife walked in and she was just like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm playing a game, but I'm watching a movie inside the game. And she was just like, I don't understand. I'm just going to leave. Um, it's this so is how weird. you spend your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but what, what you're saying, like the, the, so the, with the knife, like you're right, you can, it, it has a grapple mechanic, which comes into play a little bit later. There's mm-hmm. some like on rail stuff and like, you know, going down that way and then shooting certain platforms. So they move and doing that kind of stuff. Uh, when you get the shotgun that also releases like buzz saws, mm. which you can use for your own platforms and you can grapple up to those to keep kind of reaching higher and higher levels and stuff. Um, so it's not as far as like what a first person shooter is, it's not like breaking the mold there, but like for me, I'm finding it is unlocking those mechanics to help keep me interested of like, okay, yeah, I can reach up there now or I can do this or I can do that. And, um, that's keeping me coming back. So I'm, I'm very much enjoying high on life. It's, it's, it's good. It's keeping me interested. It says about eight, 10 hours to beat. So yeah, I mean, that's perfect for dads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably a little over halfway in right now. I'm, I'm estimating. Nice. So it's good. So uh, there's a game on your list that just came out, River City Girls 2. Uh, I played yeah. River City Girls 1. It's a brawler, pixel art. Um, uh, what do you think? 
So I got a, a code for this one from uh, from our friends at Way Forward. They're always awesome to uh, to come through and, and support the show that way. Um, and I did play River City Girls, and I um, reviewed the last one I think on the show and said like the intro is way too long. Um, there was way too much dialogue. It was just you know there there were a few things that I was kind of nitpicking from the last game. Uh, so this one, I'm happy to say. Uh, skips that and literally makes fun of itself in the opening dialogue. Uh, so they say, at least we finished the school stage quicker this time. And <laughs> they like, they literally call themselves out for it. I love it. Um, the hilarious, like kick-ass intro song, great voice acting. Um, awesome. Like comic book cutscene with voice acting to kind of bring you up to speed with, with what you need to know if you miss like the first game or anything like that. Um, and the big bad literally just like gets bored and Superman style, like punches his way through a prison wall and escapes <laughs> just like showing you that he was just in there because he allowed himself to be in there. Such a great opener and like a badass like comic book, old school video game villain kind of moment. Um, combat feels amazing. It's great. Every punch, every kick, there's different combos you can unlock. There's different like weapons, just like, Oh, my favorite kind of like old school beat em up is like just picking up a baseball bat or a garbage can and using it to beat someone up. The bat in this game is so damn satisfying. It is, it is just good. So if you like those kind of old school beat em up brawlers, it's great. It is tough. Um, don't be afraid to like spend so you can spend some money at the mall to get like upgrades and like health upgrades. Don't be afraid to do that because when you die, you either start back and like lose your money and, and that kind of stuff, or you can kind of start back at your home base, but like you have to retrek through the whole map. Um, so at least you get some options, like if you're really close to something, but um there's like give and take for either either options. So um yeah, but if you like those kind of old school beat 'em up kind of games, like this is this is one to to watch out for. It's 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 pretty fun. I really like the first one. It is difficult, um, yeah. and uh, I, I think this has been a great year for brawlers because we yeah. had Shredder's Revenge come out as well, and just so much fun. And all those Turtles games that came out in the um, Kalbanga collection. So. I mean, and this one came out very, people worried this game was not going to come out this year because of some performance issues, getting it out. But I'm, I'm glad to see this one came out. Yeah, me too. It was, um, it's it, like you said, it's kind of that year of the brawler and this one, like it could have easily, like any brawler that came out could have easily kind of gotten overshadowed, but I feel like this stands out on its own. So that's, that's like some big praise coming from a, a year that was so good on brawlers. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, I'll finish it off with uh, with Wavetail. So this one uh, is from Thunderful Games, and I found out like I saw that this was uh, I, I saw the trailer for this and and thought it looked absolutely beautiful and just like really really charming. Um, and then I found out that I know the writer for this oh, game. Really? Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, Alex, Alexandra Dahlberg, um, that, so she used to do like the HR and marketing for, uh, Zoink and has since kind of like moved on from that role and is now kind of like writing and doing more like, 
um, of the, the game um, creation side of things. So um, yeah, that's, it's really cool. So after I played it, I kind of like saw some trailers like where she was talking and, and like, she's on my Facebook and, and stuff. So I was like, you know, like sending her a message. Like, I had no idea this is like, you wrote this game. That's amazing. Um, so it was cool to be able to kind of like chat that way with her and just like, you know, like, what's it like now that it's like people are playing it and stuff. And, um, yeah, this was already out on stadia, which, which I, I didn't realize, uh, even when I messaged her. So she was like, I wrote it so long ago that it's like, just kind of cool to see people like, you know, it's, I guess Discover it work, in a place that people actually will have. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I guess it's, it's, it's like something at work where you work on it for a while and you move on to the next project, mm-hmm. but you know, it, there's still work to be done after you're done. So it doesn't really see the light of day until you're far past moving on. But, um, but it's, it's, it's really, really cool. It's, it, it is a beautiful, absolutely beautiful game. Um, and you, you kind of start off on this like little Island, um, archipelago kind of that's, that's decaying. And, uh, you play a, a teenage girl named Sigrid and you live on that, that little Island with your, your grandmother, who's, uh, who's a bit stern, but you find out through the dialogue and through the story, uh, why she's like that and, and kind of where everyone else has gone and, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, so it's kind of a strained relationship, but but it's, it's an interesting one and, and one that like feels very real. Um, and, and you, you start very quickly. It's, it's not really a spoiler. You start very quickly by like meeting this shadow who mimics your movements and allows you to kind of run or walk on the water. And, uh, and you start unraveling the mystery of, of what's going on and, and that kind of stuff. And like, sorry. Uh, going from from island to island, uh, there's that cough coming back. Uh, island to island, and 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 meeting new people, and and unlocking different secrets, and uh, you know, just just kind of traveling through this this really amazing world. Uh, the art style kind of reminds me of like Wind Waker. Um, it is, it's it's so good. I don't want to give away too much because the story is is so. Um, it's, it's, yeah, you just kind of like, as you play, the story just progresses. And, uh, some of it's kind of like, you're talking to yourself. Some of it's, you're talking to other people. Some of it's your grandmother's talking to you or like leading you to a different place and that kind of stuff. And it's, um, it's really cool. But, uh, the, yeah, the whole thing's just kind of this mystery and, um, kind of broad world mystery, but also very like personal what happened to uh, this family kind of thing. So it's, uh, it's really good. It's on PlayStation switch, Xbox and PC. I've been playing it on Xbox. I'd, I'd love to see how this performs on switch. I, I, I almost, I'm almost tempted to pick it up uh, and double dip and, uh, and get it on switch just because it is a game where I could kind of see myself just like, wandering around the ocean trying to find different secrets and stuff. Um, and that would be, that would be good on switch, but um, yeah, pick it up kind of wherever you can. It's, it's, it's really, really good. While you were talking about it, I just pulled up a trailer and uh, their style is very watercolory, very pretty, uh, simplistic, but beautiful. So I, th- I think it would perform well on switch. It looks like it's uh, action adventure, you know, traversal. Um, and there's some combat doesn't look like it's heavy on combat, but um, it looks no, like it's a good mix. Yeah. Combat's probably more of a get you a little away from the main part, which is probably the traversal part. Exactly. Yeah. The, most of it is, uh, 
is the traversal, the like figuring out the the land based kind of puzzles of how do I get up to this platform? How do I get this? Where do I find this collectible or do this thing or hit this switch or how do I get power going to this certain object? Um, yeah, the 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 combats fairly simplistic, kind of one button kind of thing, but um, but it works. Like it's not uninteresting combat completely but it's it's definitely not the highlight of the game but uh yeah it's it's nice it's good was there wall jump no double jump see there you go mark you just you're further convincing yourself away from the wall jump that's it that's it (laughs) uh what about you what have you been playing well uh the gods at gamefly have been sending me games i wanted to play so finished modern warfare 2 check it out it's it's a really fun campaign i didn't play any of the multiplayer but uh, i think sean capri was mentioning like there's something that kind of made him fall off which was a stealth survival level which really truck no the truck is at the very beginning where you're like jumping from truck to truck and that people got derailed Uh, sean nias got derailed by that point i i i didn't mind it but it felt like i was doing the same thing over and over trying to get the truck to truck to do that no this is like you're essentially trying to escape capture in this town and you're basically almost like guerrilla warfare like you're trying to like get tape and mouse traps and things like this because you have no weapons and things um and it kind of takes you out of it because once again, you're, you're used to like running and gunning, going crazy, being, you know, God mode. And this one, like you're barely able to come up with any way to defend yourself. Like you're making shivs and it, it kind of took me out, but it came back and I enjoyed it. Um, it, I thought it was a pretty strong entry. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so check out Modern Warfare 2 if you want to. You know if you're into it or not. Uh, it's not going to be the game that says, oh, this is the best campaign of the year. But a, a good return after Vanguard, which a lot of people didn't like. I enjoyed that though. Um, Gotham Knights. So this is, uh, I think it's Warner Brothers Montreal who made Gotham um, Arkham Origins, a game I actually liked, played on the Wii U. Yeah, me too. Surprisingly. Me too. <laughs> I, I did as well. Um, yeah, it was great. It was two. great. Yeah, two I, people. I love the Wii U gamepad. I don't know. I'm like probably the only one. I love the ergonomics of it, the, the touch screen. It just needed that bathroom range. But enough said on that. Uh, this game is a little weird because... Batman is dead and you see him die, folks. So I don't know if he comes back or not because you actually see him die. You pick up his body and bury him unless he goes into a, um, a, 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 a the, the um, Lazarus pit, which maybe he does. I don't know, but not what I saw so far. You play as one of the Gotham family, the, the Bat family, Red Hood, Batgirl. Uh, you play Tim Drake, Robin, and then you play uh, Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Um various different and you can choose who you play as and then you can go back after every night you do missions and change out um so it's kind of nice because you're not locked into one character and they do a pretty good job of actually doing story with the character in mind versus just being like it doesn't matter who you are which i liked Hmm. that was pretty cool um what this game lacks is arkham arkham's combat style which I don't know why they went away from it. The combat's good. It's just different. So you feel like it, it feels so different, even though this is not an Arkham game, but Suicide Squad is tied to Arkham. So it's very weird. Um, it's, it's just very weird. Um, there's no glide in this game. And if you've played the Arkham games, the gliding is like one of the best things in the world. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're doing a lot of jumping and then you're using a lot of um, grapple mechanics. I've not, hmm. uh, uh, yeah, Red Hood has like a, a grappling, like Billy Club. It's kind of weird. Um, it, it just, I, I think you do get uh, glide eventually, but um, so far I like it. I, I think it's it's interesting. It's doing it differently. So I think it has a lot to live up to because people are expecting an Arkham game. But so far I'm liking hmm. it. Um, it's got the uh, Court of Owls as essentially the main entry into the um, bad guys. Uh, so mm-hmm. I haven't gotten really deep into that yet so far. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's the worst game. And I think they fixed some of the performance bugs, which I know it had. It's only next gen, uh, but it doesn't like do anything special that says next gen only. So it might be just a performance issue where they didn't feel they wanted to put it on next gen. But buy it on discount if you're if you're curious and you like Batman and, and, and superhero games. Um, but I know a lot of other folks have liked it, but a lot of people are like, they. I think the entry level is so high for a Batman game that yeah. this one could be disappointing to a lot of people. Yeah. It, the, re, the reviews were mediocre at best, and uh, that, that's what's kept me from getting it. I know it's on sale right now, 50% off, but I have enough stuff in my backlog that I'm not rushing, and I, I assume this game is going to go on sale again in the future. And potentially, you know, further than fifty percent off. Um, I think it, it, it's only the special edition, so even fifty percent off is like still a little expensive. What's that include? Um, like the season pass, or is that like extra skins? I think it's extra skins. I, I haven't looked into it too too much, but anyway, yeah. Um, it's good to hear that you liked it. That's that's good after after saying, you know, some things are different, but um, that's that's reassuring. That's reassuring. That's making me want to check it out more than I did this morning, looking through the Xbox shop and being like, eh, maybe I'll wait. Yeah, and I I don't know the co-op elements of this game. There is co-op. I just have not played a co-op with anyone, and I'm not sure if there's a co-op mechanic like you can play as a single player and like you can bring somebody in to do like a co-op move, like with the AI. I'll be curious to see how that's implemented, but I'm not that far in yet um, because a certain game has absconded my time away uh but yeah gotham knights i um, maybe this will come to game pass i thought this would have been the perfect game to come to game pass day and date to be honest because this game was not getting a lot of love and xbox has not had really a big like double a day and date game this year like they had previous years so i was a little disappointed that we didn't see that this year because i think this would have been the perfect game to say hey we got a pretty good game and you don't have to spend 60 bucks to know if you don't like it or not. But maybe Xbox knew that this wasn't a big enough like home run to like to spend the money on it. If anyone wants us to come to Game Pass, just let me know. I'll buy it. <clears throat> and then the second, the day after the return policy is expired, uh, which is what, two weeks or something like that? Two weeks or two hours after. played or something like that. There's a weird number, I think. Yeah, yeah. So if I play it for two hours and one minute, or if I let it sit on my Xbox for two weeks and one day, it will hit Game Pass, guaranteed. So, Mark, just I'm, that, I'm that meme of Lee, or gif of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen holding his beer because I have a story of that that I can speak to you about. All right. Yes, I did that with um, Death Store last year, and I'm like, me too. We, I think we bought that at the same time because I think we did, and I didn't really yeah. like the game. 
that didn't grab me. Like, See, ah! I like the game, which I, I was like, okay, I have this forever. Sure. I, I justified the purchase, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it was, I think I was a few hours short of um, like the return window on that one for the, the two week time period or whatever it was. Cause I think we both talked about that and I think we both left the podcast and like pretty much bought it yeah. around the same time. Cause I think it was like, Hey, guess what? A game pass that sucks. Yeah. But- and it was a game that was getting such rave reviews. I'm like, Oh, I should really play it. So I, I always hate to feel left out. So tunic was the other game that didn't capture my whims, but at least I went to game pass. So I don't feel like I cheated too badly. And you know, game's good. Spend some money on it. Um, yeah. But you know, the game that did that to me was the game that I got for Christmas, Fist, Forged in Shadow. Oh, God, what's the last? It's it's a weird name, but it's like Fist stands for something, and it's also about a rabbit with a big fist. So there's that. It's a very weird title, which might be one of the worst titles ever. It just is up there with, um, what was that one game that had uh, the, oh, it was the, Gods and Monsters. Remember when they changed, uh, oh, yes. uh, and then they changed it to the other name that people were like, what's the name of the game again? God, no, Gods and Monsters, we can't use that. So we had to use, um, I'm blanking on the name, but it was our game of the year. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, Fist is Forged in Shadow Torch. Sorry, I'm That's looking right. that up uh, right now, which is yeah. uh, amazing. Yeah, so I got the game for Christmas, my wife, on PS5, uh, physical copy, um, and wouldn't you know it, Epic is doing like their 12 games of Christmas and they're giving away some awesome games. They are they gave this game away, which I'm like, oh, it's only on PC with Epic. But still, they do a great job with giving good games away that I just like, oh, this is fantastic. But you know what? It's well worth it because, Mark, I have not put this game down since I started playing it. Wow. It is, the best way to describe it, it is a anthropomorphic uh, dark future where you're playing as a rabbit, but essentially it's rabbits versus this group called the Dogs of War, which are essentially like, uh, they're cybernetic animals with, you know, that have been made over more, more, more robot than animals at this point. And this game, I'm trying to figure out the way to describe it. It is a melee Metroidvania. Um, and in a lot of ways it reminds me of Guacamelee, but also, uh, Ori, uh, and it is fantastic. I am blown away. I've put 12 hours into this game in the last day or two days. Wow. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. Cause I just don't have the time, no. but I'm like, I'm enjoying this. It's so it, it's a beautiful looking game. Um, the art style works really well. Um, and it has all of those things I love about a Metroidvania. It's got a fantastic map, which you can tell everything what it is. The map is huge. I'm like, there's, wait, there's more? Oh, I love this. And it does such a good job of the melee combat. So essentially, I say fist because you, you, you were in a war and you had a mech suit. The mech suit was all but destroyed except for one arm. So that's what you use. So that's what you have. You control it. And they give you essentially three different main um, attachments or what the arm turns into. So one is just a big fist. I won't give a rest away, but they are all cool additions, which just once again, layers onto the Metroid thing. I couldn't get there, but now I can. I see what I want to do. Oh, there's a spot in my map that's a little grayed out or there's a door. I got to get there. Um, 
and it does a good job with the melee where it feels like it, it layers it on the combo system the upgrade points those are cool how much health you can get the um the uh basically you get extra power to do like your big power moves like the the fist where you jump up in the air and your fist comes crashing down you've got like fire coming down because of like re-entry it's so powerful or the f- uppercut that's like Ryu's uppercut you get like two of those and they recharge as you kill enemies but you get two that you can use and then you have to kill enemies to get those recharged and then you have like a secondary power up one is like a missile launcher which if you use it you only get four shots um or health you get four essential vials or the other thing is like a almost like a parry these baton t- things you can use that to, to parry enemies as well and there's a parry mechanic later on which you can get too which is unlocked um it's it just it, i'm just like and and it, it is it, it is not too easy and it's not too difficult it's a good balance where i'm like i will have to replay bosses but i know i'm not good enough yet so i'll go off and kill some bosses or some some mad guys go up power up get some things trade those in you got like little um errands you have to do to get more things and there is voice acting in this which i was surprised it's not bad um and it's the story is not too bad um but man i just blown away i'm gonna beat this game probably um, and it's funny because they said time to beat is probably like 12 hours if you only do like the main stuff. But there is, I want to clear out the map. And that's a sign of a game that you love and just are enjoying it. So, and, and it's, it does a great job of, like I said, the melee parts where you're just beating up enemies that have, you know, like shields. So you have to do something specific to get rid of the shield. Um, but then it does fantastic traversal like in Guacamelee where it has the double jump. It also has the air dash. Um, and then it adds in a... Um, a grapple mechanic as well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so that, the grapple reminds me of Ori in a lot of ways, because like Ori, where you could point up mm-hmm. and where you're going to go, this does that as well. Um, and the levels cool. are pretty, and the enemies are different. They're varied in the different... It looks uh, really yeah. pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's so I remember seeing this, I'm like, that looks pretty good, and it's gotten good reviews, but I think it's one of those... I think people who like Metroidvania games would absolutely love this game. Um, I don't know what other platforms it's on, but wow. It is on PC, PlayStation 4, slash 5, and Switch. Not on Xbox right now. That's really weird. Um, I assume this will perform well on Switch, though. Um, I'm assuming they, like, bring down... It's really good. um, And I don't know if it's on sale, what it's selling for, to be honest, but... um, Yeah, I did not expect this one, Mark. This is coming at the very end. And as we get ready for the couchies, mm-hmm. I this is happy. This is making me really happy. Um, so this That's is kind of all we played. So we've got two days left in the year as we're recording this, Mark. So do you have any games you want to knock out before um, the end of the year to put into consideration for the couchies? Oh, man. Um, I... <sighs> Not really. I I need to completely finish um, Mario plus Rabbids because Pokemon kind of made me drop off that game and I absolutely love it. I think that's going to be in my top game of the year list, but I feel like if it's going to be on that list, I need to put a few more hours into it to kind of like justify making sure like it doesn't drop off at the end or something like that, where like the first game got so hard at the end that I really loved it. 
Um, and you know, that, so I, I, but, but that's about it. Um, to your point earlier, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising was the game that we couldn't remember the name of. Mm, there you um, go. We brain farted that one out. So I know there's some people <laughs> screaming that if you're I know. Anything like me listening to podcasts, you're screaming in your car like, you idiots, it's Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, anyway, there it is. I, I didn't want to interrupt you. And our game of the year, which we forgot the but, name. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, aside from that, there's not much I can think of that like, I'm missing, like, I, I don't know. If, if I was going to go back, I mean, like, it was, you know, I, Fist sounds like a game I should probably try. Um, I'm not going to get a PlayStation 5 or, you know, and, and I probably won't play um, God of War on, a, on my PlayStation 4 in time. I would love to, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Um so that's that that would probably be the biggest like glaring omission because I know it's phenomenal. Um I know I need to play it, but right now it's just not in the cards to finish in the next three days or whatever. Um so yeah, that's that's probably the biggest glaring omission is is God of War. What Did you, you play Elden Ring? I can't remember. No, I, I watched my your, brother, your play brother played Ring. it, yeah. I it's not my style. I I've tried several of those types of games. I own the whole dark souls series. Um, like I picked up the controller for Elden ring for a minute and was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. I'll watch you play it. And that's, that's it. It's, it's not my style of game. Even if I did try to torture myself to play it, like it's just, it's not up there for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I watched my son play too. I'm like, good job. And my son actually, mm-hmm coached me through the first boss i would say and then he yeah. said yep i accomplished it i beat the first boss i beat elden ring that's it at one percent <laughs> that's all i needed um games i would love to try to see if they would want me to play more are uh pentiment which just dropped on game pass i'm hearing very good all things right. about that but that's a 20 plus hour essentially visual novel type crime solving game that happens in like medieval Germany um, with no voice acting. That's, that's, that's hard for me to do. Um, Immortality, which is one of those uh, full motion video games that just dropped on game. Yes. Which is essentially very supposed to be very cool, but like basically you're watching film and clips of a film and you're basically looking for things within the film um, to put together a larger story, which sounds really cool, which sounds for me is very interesting. It's apparently it's very adult, mm-hmm. like boobs. Sorry, kids. Um, <laughs> but um, and it's and it's but it's apparently like they filmed like real films to do this, which is very yeah. cool. And the guy who did this, he's getting a reputation of making these really compelling full motion video games. I think Telling Lies, her story, I think was one of them as well. So, mm, um, right. but yeah, it's there. So I'm like, I probably should just give it a try. And then, um, Mark, Sonic Frontiers is shipping to me from Gamefly. Oh, so I will be okay. trying it out. We'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, Evil West uh, is the only other game I was really interested in. I, it's one of those dumb fun games. I don't think it's going to top tier, but those are the games. So, you know, Mark, we don't record our couchies until middle of the year. So we might be fudging our rules a little bit <laughs> if we actually played it in 
2022. Yeah, if, if we curtain. played it in 2022 or if it came out in 2022, I guess, yeah, well, and we so. play it before we it, it records. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Sonic, yeah, that's that's one that I I kind of forgot about as well. I, I need to play that and I eventually will, but I, again, I don't know if it's going to be in the next two weeks before we record. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll put a pin on that one. But for right now, I'm kind of forming my list with what I've already played. We've mentioned a couple of the games that I think will be on it and uh, we'll, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'll be, I think that's, that's my homework in the next couple of days is really, or next week is to put together my list, your list. Uh, I usually use my achievements, my PlayStation trophies, uh, to really gather what I played and then kind of rack and stack and give them specific scores. So and I think we're going to add some new categories this year. Mark, I haven't told you about that. I think we're going to add some new categories, which could be fun. Sounds fun. Excellent. Well, that's what we've been playing, folks. But now we're going to get into the bonus round. This is really oh, us boy. looking forward at 2023. Um, we kind of got a list of the games that at least right now are confirmed. Surprise, surprise. Nothing's really confirmed until after, you know, after January or July. So pretty much, obviously nothing's coming out after July this year. So that's it. Game over. No, uh, we're going to get a lot of games that are announced coming July or later, and some games will still get pushed out, but we've got those games. So we're going to be talking about what is coming and confirmed, what games don't have dates, that we're anticipating and then kind of a, we'll do just really one each. We'll have a prediction each for Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, and third party of what we're expecting in 2023. So Mark with that, um, yes, the, the list of games that are confirmed, I don't want to go through all of them, but I'll, I'll just probably hit, hit on the, the, the standouts. Um, for this, uh, we'll go to fire emblem engage. This is Nintendo. Hitting it hard with a new Fire Emblem. Right now, it sounds like this game is like really dividing the Fire Emblem fan base. And I know nothing about those games. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely am not a Fire Emblem fan um, either. Like, I can't really speak to it. But yeah, I've been seeing a lot of stuff in, like, in Discord on Twitter. And, and uh, Nintendo, of course, is pushing this one out because they always market the absolute hell out of any Fire Emblem anything. Um, yeah, but that's. Uh, I can't wait to just. I like reading the discourse about those kind of games because I'm not going to play them myself. But uh, you know, I like kind of keeping up with what Nintendo's doing. So uh, we've got that um, Persona Four Golden, Persona Three Portable, uh, for Spoken for for the PlayStation fans, and then Dead Space all in January. That's nice. It's it's nice to have some games to play. I played the Four Spoken demo. I hope the actual game is better than the demo, which is disappointing to me. Uh, but yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah. February. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, yeah. We have, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of the games that really stand out. Wild Hearts, which is that EA Monster Hunter-like um, from Namco Bandai. Yeah. Um, Atomic Heart. Uh, this is a really cool Eastern European first-person shooter. This game looks like Half-Life, dystopian, but looks really cool. Um, mm-hmm. like a dragon, Ishin. Uh, apparently, that's and then, the Yakuza uh, games. And, well, and this is around the time we should get uh, PlayStation VR two. So that's Horizon Call of the Mountain on PlayStation VR two, and and the rest of the stuff that's hitting uh, PSVR. So I I can't wait as as a VR fan. 
um, and someone who's not going to be getting PSVR 2, I'm looking forward to just seeing the reviews on that. I'm hoping my brother picks one up so I can play it and compare it to the Quest 2. And, uh, you know, February should be entertaining just for that, like just hardware side alone. And then all the re-releases that they've announced, uh, you know, so far I don't think there's any heavy hitters for people who have already played VR. Uh, it's a lot of re-releases, remasters, repackaging like the uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge game. But uh, February should be interesting anyway from a new hardware standpoint. Alone. Yeah, and uh, I guess console claws worked again because I secured a PSVR 2 for Sean Nias. So he is having me over to play uh, PSVR 2. So I'll get some hands-on, which will be great because he is a huge fan of it. Um, so it'll be curious what games he picks up for that. Um, yeah. Mark, Blood Bowl 3. Blood Bowl is a lot of fun. It's basically like goblins and monsters playing football. So it's kind of a it yes. has replaced NFL Blitz in a lot of ways. So very cool. Very Kirk, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is the Wii game that Logan absolutely loved with Kirby. It's getting a yep. remaster, which is cool. Um, Octopath Traveler 2, which uh, never played those games. It seems has a good, strong fan base. Um, and that's coming to everything. So it's no longer a Switch yeah. exclusive. It's coming to everything. Um, and then Destiny 2 Lightfall, which anytime Destiny 2 comes back with content, my son, that's all he'll be doing on his PC. I always get tempted to come back in. Maybe we'll see if I'm bored in February, if, if that's what draws me back. Um, every time I, I, I'm just like, man, I kind of want to get back into destiny. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So March, uh, wow. Um, looking to see what's coming out of March. Yeah, so that's, it's PC. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, long fallen, fallen dynasty. That game looked really, really cool. Um, is that the I'm game? Is that, I'm trying to remember which one that is. Is that by the Chinese developer yes. or is that, okay. That's the game that looked think, really, really cool. I think that's the one. Or is that the game, or is this like a Souls-like, I don't know. Oh, Frig, now you're making me doubt myself. I thought it was that. Anyway, okay. (laughs) More to come on that one. (laughs) Yeah, figure that out. Skull and Bones might finally release in March. Really? Maybe. I'll believe it when I play it, Uh, but we'll see. Bayonetta Origins, if you didn't get your Bayonetta fix with Bayonetta 3, Origins might be the chibi art style game for you. I guess. Uh, But the big one for me, of course, as a massive Star Wars fan is Peppa Pig World Adventures. Oh, wait, no. That will hit probably probably hit Game Pass. Um, Actually, I did play the Peppa Pig game just to see if Finn was into it. But Lalan will be playing that with his daughter and maybe Finn's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor that's coming out in uh, in March along with uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake. But Jedi Survivor is where it's at for sure. Next, Next gen only. So hopefully, yeah. I don't know if this is an Unreal Engine 5 game, but they, you know, surprisingly, we have seen very little of this game. So I'm like, what's going to be new? What's going to be big? I'm, I'm still, so there's got to be something, some big blitz coming out about this game because uh, everybody's excited about this game. I don't know anybody that says, oh, that game, don't want it. I love Star Wars games, so I'm very excited about that game, Mark. Yeah. Uh, April's interesting. Oh, Mark, really Mark, like- Mark, Mark. What's up? RE4 Remake. I, me- this, I just mentioned RE4 Did you? Remake. Did you? Okay, maybe I was yeah. too, too focused on Peppa Pig. Um, <laughs> I cannot wait for RE4. I have be- RE, RE has become one of my favorite franchises of all time. So I bought a GameCube to play Resident Evil 4. 
So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I still need to play that in VR. Um, oh, do you really want to? Seems to be, I, I've heard great reviews. Well, before. RE4 might be okay versus 7 or 8. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit more jump scare yeah. this kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 yeah. Because that game has, like, we've seen that, but it's always been the GameCube version mm-hmm. kind of yeah. compressed and whatever. So this is going to be the full remake. That's going to oh, be yeah. interesting. Yeah, after RE2 um, and 3 remake, ooh, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, April's where things start to slow down. So this is like Hogwarts legacy, like the PS4 and PS1 editions, unless they get delayed, which I could kind of see happening. Um, Mega Man battle network legacy collection hits switch and PS4. 25 Mega Man games. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, God of rock dead Island two could finally release. Oh, God of rock Mark. This game looks awesome. It's basically a rhythm fighting game. I'm like, that is cool. Been waiting for something like that to come out. Yep. Uh, and then it really starts to drop off. We've got basically like the last couple of things are like maybe May. Uh, so that's Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. In June, we're seeing Street Fighter Six, Diablo Four, and Final Fantasy 16. 16? Mm-hmm. There we go. And Hogwarts Legacy is hitting Switch at some point, maybe July. That's weird. That is very weird. Maybe they're hopeful yeah. that like Switch 2 will be out. So like <laughs> it's actually for Switch 2, folks. <laughs> yeah, Shadow dropped that one in February, release it in March. Um, there we go. But we've I mean we've got some other stuff like uh the next Assassin's Creed game, Arc 2, um, like the Avatar game. There's a long list of unconfirmed. Yeah, we we know of all these games. Uh, so I I actually, yeah, I mean, it, I, what I did in my list, so we have most anticipated, um, unless there's a game here that is not on your anticipated, but like, wow, that'd be cool if it dropped in, in 2023. Right. Uh, so right now, like my most anticipated games, let's get into our own personal list right now. Uh, Jedi Survivors is like top mm-hmm. for me, along me too. with kind of neck and neck right up with, uh, with Zelda. Um, are, are two of my most anticipated. Uh, again, I just mentioned this in the it's probably going to drop this year category, but Assassin's Creed Mirage. Can't wait to dive into that one. I'm hoping it, that's like their big fall game kind of thing. Um, Starfield, that got delayed into next year, right? We don't have a date for it, though, do we? Well, at the Xbox event, they said everything announced there would be out in 12 months. So Starfield was announced, and so was Redfall. So they should be out before June or in June? Yeah. So that like that, those make my list again. I had Starfield on last year as my most anticipated, but the, here we go again. Um, and the only other one that I didn't see in that list, but I know is coming out, but this is a VR game. So I don't know if that included uh, VR in that last list is uh, the Ghostbusters VR game for, for quest Two, um, rise of the ghost Lord. So I'm looking forward to ghost busting in VR and uh, that's going to be fun. But they're they're kind of like off the top of my head, my most anticipated games that we've seen so far that seem to be pointing at a release in 2023. Mark, VR is hurting my heart. Uh, Quest has said, take that Quest 1, throw in the garbage because we're not bringing any games out for it anymore, which just makes me so sad because it's only like three years old. Oh, it's rough. And I keep seeing rumors about like the Quest 3 being announced or released even this year. And it's like, uh, okay, is like the Quest 2 support going to 
drive don't kill it off. There's so many. As one, I know yeah. there's so many, and it's still like it's it's it was I think the second or third top selling console on uh, on Best Buy this holiday season. It was like Switch, uh, Xbox Series S, and the Quest. Like yeah, they were the top three. I can't remember the order. I think Switch was on top. Um, I can't remember the other order. The other two because well, they like, ha- they had a really good deal. It was three fifty, and RE yeah. four was in it i think and beat saber so i mean that's because mm-hmm. those games alone are like 40 bucks 50 bucks yeah it normally is four 400 so to me that's a great deal still even at yeah. 400 the oculus quest 2 is awesome yeah yeah exactly. you wanna you wanna buy my oculus quest one so i can get oculus quest 2 of course once i buy yeah, oculus quest 2 oculus yeah. quest 3 drops they'll show my door say it's out todd punch me in the gut yeah, uh, yeah, and set my quest to on fire. <laughs> I've I've got to do what I did with the uh, the Xbox Series console. I'll sell my uh, when I sold my Xbox One, um, be, like a couple of months before the Series S uh, to, or X came out to make sure I got like the most value mm-hmm. for my uh, my sale. So that kind of worked out for me. Although I did have like two months without an Xbox, which drove me crazy. But uh, we'll 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 see what the the oculus three um anyway what what what's your most anticipated you know i mean you you mentioned most of them uh in these the most my most anticipated are games that do have release dates so um but uh i think you mentioned all of them except for hogwarts legacy i'm very excited i know we struggle with the creator of that series but i think of all the people that are passionate about this that actually made this game that are most likely there's people on those teams that are LGBTQ. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to support them. Uh, you can actually select different uh, gender and other things as well. I believe sexually, I don't know how much relationship building is this game, but um, I showed my wife saw the, the, the commercial for it. It was like, mm. that looks awesome. Like, yeah, it's a game. Sorry, honey. It's not actually a, it's, it's something you can watch. Um, but I'm excited because I've always wanted to be a student at Hogwarts, learning how to craft, doing the classes thing. That's cool. That's wish fulfillment. I loved Hogwarts at Universal Studios, and my wife does too. So um, so I'm excited for this game. Um, very excited to play that. And then uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 did get a release yeah. window. Fall, <laughs> the infamous fall, which, ah, what does fall mean, Mark? It could be like from September to like December for December 20th. I don't know. Whatever, whenever winter actually happens. They really stretch fall out to like, yeah, fall. It's like winter, right? Holiday season. It's, it, yeah, it just, it goes, it's like a fall game could still be released right now. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, it's like when they say winter, it's like, oh, God, it's going to be like, that's like almost April, <laughs> especially if you live in Minnesota. I mean, there's still snow on the ground until May. So what am I killing? Yeah, I mean, it yeah. doesn't feel very much like spring. So, yeah, those are my games. I mean, because so Zelda TikTok, so I'm calling it now, Mark, uh, Tears of the Kingdom TikTok. I don't know. Uh, I, like- I, I am curious if that will keep its place or they'll be like, it's going to get pushed out. And by the way, we're get, we're launching a new hardware and it's going to launch on Switch 1 and Switch 2. And here's your new Switch 2. Because that would be awesome. That would be my dream. But yeah. it would be fantastic. And I don't think people could complain. I don't think people could no. complain. No, I don't Unless so. they say no, I, it's not backwards compatible, then people would complain. Oh, man, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. I think, like, throw away any predictions for a Switch Pro. We're getting Switch 2. They are skipping the Pro. There's Why would you just a do a pro? Chance. I mean, that would just be silly. Doing pro. 
yeah, yeah. one extra gigabyte of RAM and faster yeah. hard drive. I mean, come on. No, not, with the full fat this. Switch 2, call it the Switch 2. We don't care, Nintendo. Don't amaze us and make us happy. Just do that. Um, games that don't have release dates, but I'm really excited for. Hopefully they happen this year. Alan Wake 2. Oh, I loved Alan Wake 1. So good. Mark, Disney, Disney Illusion Island. This is that wacky platform with Mickey Donald that looks just cool oh, and fun. Switch exclusive game with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that was on Xbox Game Pass, right? It's coming to Game Pass, right? I thought that was a Switch exclusive. Oh, oh, it was Switch. That's right. That's right. So I take that back. Game, game Awards, right? Okay. No, this was at one of their other... Uh, the, the other uh, event. Yeah. I'm make sure I'm thinking of... Yeah. So I think that to be awesome. I love those new Mickey Mouse cartoons on Disney+. Plus. Yes, They're fantastic. Switch exclusive. Okay, perfect. So it works well on there. I'm excited for that game. Hopefully it's like a Rayman Legends type game. That could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Uh, Replace, that pixel art Blade Runner game. I think that was announced to come out in 2023. Very excited. Uh, Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden. uh, Eden. This is a Don't Nod game who makes the uh, Stranger, not Stranger Things, um, the relationship games, Telltale Stired. um, What's it called? Uh, I'm looking at the game. True Colors. Um, Yes. Not Stranger Things. It's Why can I... Strange, strange something. Why can't I not think of that? Life is strange. Life is strange. I had something in there, but this is like their first action game. So it's basically, yeah, uh, it's basically an action game where you're the guy that basically puts souls to rest. And it looks really cool. Hmm. It looks really, really cool. Oh, shit. Yes. Was it the Game Awards? Remember seeing that trailer looks really cool. Yeah, and looks like you have a ghost with you. That it's your it's your wife, I think. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's your wife, and she's sitting at the table. You don't realize it's a ghost. Yeah, looks really really cool. Star Trek Resurgence. Mm -hmm. This is essentially like a Telltale game in Star Trek. It looks beautiful. I there's not been many Star Trek games, so you know. Well, Star Wars gets a lot of games. Star Trek doesn't. So I'm very excited for that game. Uh, Suicide Kills the Justice League. Oh, actually, we talked about that already. I think that that game does have a release date. So, and I trust Rocksteady, so I, I'm happy with that. System Shock. I've never played that game. This is by the folks who basically inspired Bioshock. This is getting a remake. So that would be a, the only way I want to play it. Don't want to play it on PC. Sorry, that's really old and busted. Uh, the Expanse. It's one of my favorite TV series of all time. It's getting game by Tell- the Telltale team. And then Ravenlock, this game looks awesome. This is essentially by the Echo Generation team, Mark. So if you remember that game, it's very blocky, pixely, and it was like a turn-based RPG uh, based in like the 80s. Well, this is essentially Alice in Wonderland and their take on that using that pixel style. looks very fantastical, looks wonderful. Um, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, it looks really cool. All right, Mark. If there's anything else that people are anticipating, let us know. But wow, with these games alone, it's going to be a very, very busy 2023 just in the first half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of hey, games. My, I didn't realize like we had that many confirmed or almost confirmed games. That's really I, neat. I know. And it seems like there's big, big games dropping in March and April, which is great versus everything mm-hmm. happening in January, February, March. Yeah. So prediction time, Mark. So last but not least, these can be far-fetched or just more realistic. 
for anything that'll happen in 2023 from Xbox. Next episode, I'll dig out what our predictions were uh, for 2022, and I'll bring those out. I just didn't have time to do that. So uh, I'll make sure we, we feel like we, we redeem ourselves or not. Of course, of course. Because yeah. we have like two days left. So any of those things could still happen. We don't want to jinx it. Definitely. Nintendo's absolutely going to release a Wave Race game in the next two days. Exactly. Well, they did release a Wave Race game. So, Mark, they gave you everything you asked for. I guess so. Yeah. And, and I'm glad we don't, like, wager anything, like, like important. Like, you know, well, I could shave my head. That would be a pretty low bar <laughs> with all our Manscaped gear. That's pretty easy. Um, Mark, you? I don't know. Shave your beard? Be a good one. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, I trimmed over the holidays. It was very, very long, and I kind of like shaved it almost right down, but not quite uh, gone. But um, yeah, that could be a wager. Um, All right, Mark. We're lucky that we don't wager anything. But no, no, we're, one we're, of my we're, predictions. We're smart men. We're smart men. Yep. So my predictions uh, start off. I'll, I'll start off with Xbox. Um, Rare finally shows off. Full gameplay of Everwild. We get a deep dive, but I don't think it's released this year. But we get like a deep dive, and it's it's early twenty twenty four. I like that. I like that because are they doing? I don't know how much work. I mean, they have a team on Sea of Thieves, but yeah. it's not everybody at Rare. So hopefully that game comes out because that's all I they've love, been doing. I love it for- yeah to be released yeah that, that'd be awesome if they just they were like here's Everwild, you're playing it this fall two thumbs up uh i just i tried to i don't know i i for some reason i think that's a 2024 game all right all right well i'll do xbox, what's, what's xbox? Yeah. so i think it's gonna be it's, i'm gonna give a hardware and i'm gonna give a software so hardware i think this is the year that xbox officially unveils their streaming device um i forgot what they've called it uh they've kind of previewed it phil spencer had like a mock-up or a previous version on a shelf but i think we're going to get it and i think it's going to be brought in with an xbox controller and i think it's going to be priced at 100 bucks and i think that gets a ton of people in the door and hopefully a month of game pass i hope they give you a month of game pass because that kind of makes sense to get people in the door um so a month of game pass a controller and some sort of dongle all for $100. I think so. Damn, sir. I think that it's is, the right way to do it. No, no barriers, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I do have to say my parents just bought a new Samsung TV and it has the game pass app just, just built into it. So we were over there and, uh, you know, over the holidays and, um, I told my, bro- I was like, do you have an Xbox controller like lying around? Like either like Xbox one. He's like, yeah, Let's go. So he ran down and grabbed that and like it took no time to really hook it up. And I was playing, um, we played high on life and then quickly shut that off. Cause there's people around, uh, <laughs> but, and, uh, jumped into like the menu of Fortnite and then played some Paw Patrol, like nothing really intensive, but like it looked good. It played good. The lag on Paw Patrol was fairly minimal. I beat a stage anyway. And, um, yeah, it was, it was fine. Like it was a good way to play. So, um, I, I like that. Just, just, just get it to people, right? Like, if, Absolutely. if you don't yeah. have a Samsung, a newer Samsung TV, like 
here's here's the way to go. Like I, I like that idea. Yeah, it's funny because my LG OLED, which I just got, um, had supported Stadia, like right on board. So I tried some Stadia on it. It doesn't have Xbox Game Pass, which I'm like, if it can do Stadia, it can do Game Pass. It's very weird. Uh, but it supports all Bluetooth controllers, so I can do a PS5 and all this. So I think that's great. Um, I really think that's the the gateway for Xbox, and hopefully they'll listen to me and get my uh, game cloud Game Pass or Game Plus stream for five bucks a month and get rid of uh, Xbox Gold uh, in 2023 as well. Um, my, my gaming um, will be... We will see a trailer and a release date for the Indiana Jones game by, and the only reason I'm doing this Xbox, because it is by an Xbox studio now, um, by Machine Games, um, Machine Head, Machine, Machine Games, um, who makes the, the um, uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein games, which I absolutely love, um, because Indiana Jones is coming out this year. I hope we see a trailer for that before the movie comes out and they say it's coming out this fall. You've seen the movie. You love that. Now you can play as Indiana Jones. I would love that because we have not had a good Indiana Jones game since that really clunky Indiana Jones game, which you can play on Xbox now if you want to. Yeah. It would be so cool to see that game trailer up on the screen before the movie, like as a, you know, during the, the previews and trailers and stuff. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we find out that it's Mutt. You're playing as Mutt in the game. Um, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Did I spoil that? They told me not to give that away. <laughs> Apparently. I, I, I'm sure you guys covered this, and I, 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 I'm I, still catching up on some some podcast listening that I missed. But um, they will explain what happened to Mutt during this movie, but he will not be in it. Uh, Apparently, which is just an odd thing. But, I mean, it is, is it 15 years Mutt? since? The Crystal Skull, so yeah. On the way back to his home planet. <laughs> right. He's been poochied. You know, it's part of the Disney poochied. Corporation. You're allowed to do that then. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I'll put that in. I'll update my uh, announcements uh, after that. Let's see. So Nintendo, Mark. So yep. this is going to be a weird year for Nintendo because it's a lot of will they, won't they? For me, there's only one Nintendo prediction that I need to make that I want to make that they should listen to me when I say we need a new wave race game. You gave us virtual console or whatever you call it. Nintendo switch online. It's time wave race. Mark, I'm happy to announce that Nintendo will announce that we or switch sports. will be getting a uh, jet ski mode. Yeah, you're probably right. That's about as best as I'll get, but and I'm not hope. And they'll call it Wayface. <laughs> ah, sorry, Mark. I, I don't. I don't mean to hurt you. Yeah, you're you're hurting my soul. Um, I'm still gonna do it. Wave race. That's it. That's all I want. Wave race. I love it. I love it. It's. it's didn't they do a wave race on the Labo? Ah. Uh, I don't know. They probably will. <laughs> it's like, here's your monkey paw, Mark. <laughs> Let's hope you have your labo left. We're not making any more. <laughs> You're making me sad, Todd. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, well, I gave my labo to Sean Nias's son, Henry. So we're in the same boat. I have my labo gun VR thing around here somewhere. I'm sure it's up in a closet, but... Uh... 
No, I want a real wave race game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they haven't really done any racing games like outside of Mario Kart. Um, oh, well, we'll see what they do. Um, so for me, because this is really hard for me because Nintendo's dropped all of their big franchises and Zelda's kind of the last one that kind of is like, here it is. Um, what I think they will do because the Mario movie's coming out. Everybody's excited for it. And I don't think they can just say, well, we have a Mario game for you. And it's Mario Odyssey, which is now, you know, almost six years old. We can't say it's Mario 3D World. And that's almost three years old. I think they've got to announce a new 3D Mario game. Because Mm -hmm. that team has not really done anything since Bowser's Fury. And Bowser's Fury didn't take eight years to make. Um so I would love a new 3D Mario game. And I'm going back to say that I think this will be the Mario in time game because we saw the dinosaur level and that was so cool. But I want Mario to go through time. I want him to go to like be the prehistoric man. I want him to be in Roman times. I want him to go in the future and fight aliens. And um, I, like I want to see him wear wacky clothes and do wacky things um, in time. And they could use... The elements from that so that's what i want a new, a new 3d mario game in 2023 cool i like it or i think they will i, I don't want it it's going to happen this is my prediction <laughs> that's it that's it has to happen now it has to happen um for playstation kind of really i really racked my brain for this one and uh it's similar to something i said last year because I remember my PlayStation uh, prediction from last year. But I'm changing it to a new IP. PlayStation is announcing a new IP, first-person shooter, and it's going to be gritty to compete with Call of Duty just in case the Microsoft deal does actually go through. Details are going to be pretty scarce. We're going to get a good-looking kind of sizzle reel, a lot of CG, no gameplay, probably a name of of the new IP or something, maybe a couple of voice actors or, or whatever is going to feature in it. But um, yeah, I think I think they're preemptively going to just kind of get ahead of this, like what if call of duty is associated with xbox again and they're they're going to try something new i like that because playstation has some history in fps's they have socom which i think is like it, it, they abandoned uh they abandoned killzone they well abandoned, that was my prediction yeah. last year was they come back to killzone this year i think if if they didn't already come back to killzone um that's why i'm changing it to to a new ip yeah, because Resistance is the other FPS shooter. And various levels of success with those. I really loved Resistance 1 and 3. 2 was horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just love that series. Infamous uh, Insomniac making uh, that those first-person shooter games, with the, the, the weapons were excellent. It was like Ratchet and Clank, but gritty, which I loved because the weapons were just awesome. Um, and Gorilla is now making Horizon. But I think it would be great to see them you know, because they're going to making a VR game, it'd be great to see them what they could do with a new kill zone where they've got more talent, more experience. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Mark, and and they they bought Bungie. People forgot that they bought Bungie. 
Bungie is probably one, two, or three in regards to FPS, and they've got that experience, multiplayer, all those things. So they could definitely do it. It's a great prediction. I, I think that'd be great because yeah, they they've they've got to get beyond the third person story type of game. Uh, you know, mm. from that perspective, they've got to do more. So it's time. Any predictions on who would actually develop that? Ooh, no, I didn't give it that much thought. Perfect. It's going to be the the team that did Little Big Planet. <laughs> it could be a new team. Actually, okay. I, I'm going to say new team. Um, maybe even a new studio solely solely dedicated to this game. It's not going to be. They're not like. Hey, they're working on this while they're working on Horizon, or they're working on this while they're working on what? No, this is like the team. This is going to be like their Treyarch or whatever. Like this is going to be their their baby. Got it. Got it. Very good. Um, so for myself, PlayStation is going to be the year of VR two. We we obviously have heard about Spider Man is the only real other game besides Forspoken and MLB the Show that's announced. Um, they haven't laid out their cards. So I'm, I'm a little nervous about that. Um, I don't know if the, I don't want them to get too preoccupied with VR because it's going to be a niche for most people. I'm not going to get it. So for me, I want games I can play. Um, this is going to be my prediction. We're going to get a full fat Astrobot platformer um, that will be both for VR and as a standalone game. So basically it'll be, it'll be playable in VR uh, like the Astrobot Adventure, um, which people said that could have just been a standalone platform. We have the Astrobot game on PlayStation 5, which experienced all things, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. I'm like, I want to play more of that, and more people do, and they love the speedruns. So yeah. I think we're going to get that because Sony and Xbox both, too largely, have lacked all ages games, and Astrobot is all ages. He's not decapitating people he's not <laughs> doing raunchy humor he's not doing that stuff he's just cute and adorable like sack boy so i think astrobot's becoming the mascot of Pla- uh, playstation but he's got to have a game that everybody can play more than just a demo so i would really love to see that a team asobo do that um i think that astrobot game needs to come to playstation vr2 um and i think we need a new game that you can everyone can play because they showed everyone loved it and it's been about two years so that's my prediction i like that similar again my my xbox prediction last year was a new banjo game and i think both playstation and microsoft could benefit from those types of family friendly games yeah um i almost just kept my prediction from last year for xbox which you know, I, I think they should do some family-friendly stuff. I came up with Everwild instead because I wanted to do something different. But like, just as valid, I really think they should lean on some of those IP. And why not Banjo? But if they come up with something new, cool. But um, Astrobot, man, yeah, they could. I mean, in in the year of Mario, like, why not give the plumber a run for his money with like an amazing platformer? I think if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Astrobot. Absolutely. 
cannot wait. Um, so we get to third party. This one's huge because it encompasses everybody but the platform holders. Uh, but obviously, there's less and less of those that are out there. So, Mark, do you have any like? Um, I mean, we know that like Ubisoft is is near and dear to your heart, uh, but I think yep. we already know we're getting the Assassin's Creed game. Um, yep. They've been kind of tight to the vest on the other games that are coming out for them. Um, so beyond that, I mean, we've got our Capcom, we've got our Take Two, which does like your your Rockstar games. Um, we've got Konami that never puts out any games except for collections. Eventually, um, anybody big that I'm forgetting, um, from a third party EA, um, is putting out Jedi, uh, any other big third parties that, I mean, you can think of that might be doing something cool this year. No, you know, the, when I was trying to think of a prediction for third parties, I, I was at first going to Assassin's Creed, but they've kind of showed a lot of what they're going to do. And I think we'll see more of that in you know some of their different projects and and more than just the quick trailers that we got during the uh was it assassin's creed 15 year celebration that was a little earlier this year um but i i went with something different and uh i think after some leaks and more than enough time we're finally going to see gta 6 um we're going to see it they're going to show it off they're going to show gameplay they're going to tell us what it's all about going to be a big thing um but they're also they're also going to announce that gta online is not like getting a gta online 2 or you know a a six version of this they're just going to keep going with like ongoing improvements like they just dropped one today like a new story chapter Mm -hmm. or something like that um so i think they're just going to keep going with that i don't think like you know, if you get GTA six, like you'll get GTA online with it, but it's not going to be a different experience from what you're playing right now. And I think that's going to be a little controversial for some people who some people want a all new online and other people will be like, good. I spent $6 billion in character customizations and stuff. So um, it, it's going to divide the fan base a little bit, but uh, they're just going to call, you know, keep it on going and it's going to be that's their online ongoing component but uh, we'll see some stuff from six obviously work its way through but um the single player is going to be the focus on six yeah i mean that's a that's a good one because i mean it's funny we've had now gta 5 on three generations of consoles it's time yeah. and they can just con- continue the online part without, and they can just add in a new map or whatever that in, in, in brings in whatever's new and cool about GTA six. And yeah, that'll happen. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, you're, you're right. It's time. I mean, it's been, it's been way too long. I actually finally bought GTA five to play on my PlayStation five because they did update, yeah. but I've never played it. I mean, I played a little bit, but I, I, I I don't know why. Just those games have never, but I, I, I should play them because they're yeah, important. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for myself, I mean, if, if you think about third-party publishers at this point, um, uh, you know, we we assume Activision Blizzard will eventually go into Microsoft. Um, maybe who knows? Uh, that's a crazy thing. Um, EA, Bandai Namco, Take Two, Ubisoft, Square Enix, Konami, Sega, and Capcom. I think are the big ones. Um, for myself. Capcom is one of my favorite third-party publishers, and what I would love to see them do, what they've done with Resident Evil, is bring back Onimusha. 
Um, they brought Ooh. back like kind of like a crappy, like just a refresh of Animusha One, which wasn't very good. It just seems like they did the least amount they could. But I love that style of it's Resident Evil, but it is in you know medieval Japan, especially after Ghost of Tsushima and what they did. But do a, re- a true remake like Resident Evil with the Animusha games, they I know they struggle because the actor they have apparently is a Japanese actor and they use his likeness. Don't do that. Just don't use that guy. Like, just generic person is now our lead character. So they have to worry about paying an actor who maybe might be dead. Um, but I would love that because I think it's such a cool series. Um, I mean, and Capcom really flourished in the Xbox 360 era, um, but they kind of left Anamusha behind <laughs> during that. And I just feel it's a time to bring Anamusha back. I, I love that franchise. Um, and I would just love to see it come back and be awesome. Uh, I think Anamusha still to this day has some of the best cinematics. Uh, I love it. So Anamusha remake. Let's go. Awesome. Great prediction. It's a deep cut. I think there's three people said, yes, God, we want that. The rest of people are like, what? Yeah. 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 I should have, uh, I should have pulled something wacky out too, like uh, um, uh, Zach and Wiki remake uh, for Switch. I almost said my, I almost said Okami because Okami for, for many people is one of the best Zelda like games of all time. Yeah. So yeah. good. so good. Such a good use of like the drawing. I played on PlayStation. Did I play on PlayStation 2 with the sticks, but it's perfect for like Wii because you are using or it, you know, using control mechanics to use the screen. But oh well. They didn't listen to me, apparently. Yeah. Oh. Didn't bring it back. Um yeah, I'll go with Zach and Wiki Capcom. That's a good third person. Uh they have like like weird like deep uh, cut. you did like weird motion things like, hey, I'm turning a crank. Is that yeah, Capcom? That Who did that game? Yep. That was okay. Capcom. Yep. See, it's perfect because the Switch can do that. Yeah, exactly. You get the gimmicky part of things. Um, yeah, that game needs a remake. Mark, nobody even mentioned in their predictions that Nintendo will bring out a new online system in regards to like GBA or anything like that or GameCube. So I'm, I guess we know. I'm really hoping to see... I don't think they're going to do GameCube. I, I, I'm really hoping. I, I'd love to see Game Boy, but um, I want GBA because then you can play. They well, said it's, Game Boy, it's, GBA, it's, yeah, it's backwards it's, compatible. You just say, "Hey, Nintendo, it's backwards compatible with GBA." You just put that cart in the GBA online system; it'll play GB and GB Color. See, Mark. When I think of Game Boy, I, I include Advance in that because I, I just, I don't think Game Boy games are enough of a draw. Like, I think you need. Like I think you need some Game Boy games, like the you know mm-hmm. the Zelda games, and, Mario Land, uh, Super Mario Land Two, especially mm-hmm. like the one is fine, but two is amazing. The Pokemon um, games, would they put the Pokemon yeah, games Pokemon on there? Kind of stuff. Would they do it, oh, or do you think they're like, so, no, we're not doing yeah. it. We're charging you twenty dollars like those games. No, no, they because they they haven't like they 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 put them on 3ds. Um, okay, like in do the, they have any? Console. They don't have is any are any of the. Pokemon games from N64 on NSO? Uh, Pokemon Snap. Okay. So, and they're doing Stadium, and right? Stadium. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. So, yeah. I, I think that'd be a good call. I do too, because I, I love the GBA. I, that was my first handheld, and I loved it. And uh, I did play some G- Game Boy Color and Game Boy games on it too, like uh, Link's Awakening. 
Yeah, another uh, yeah, amazing game. Yeah. Well, that is our predictions, folks. You know, call us out if we said something stupid because I never do. No, no there's always nice. a first. <laughs> Ah, so that is it. This is your last episode of Co-op Mode in 2022. It's been a pleasure. So, Mark, tell people where they can find you in 2022 and beyond. You you can find me uh, at, at the underscore Canardian on uh, on Instagram and Twitter um, and and TikTok and uh, in the Secret Friends Unite Discord. Excellent. Yeah, our, our Discord's awesome. Just to say, we had people in here. We're having a great time. We're uh, we're getting overrun by Star Trek people, but you know what? They are great people too. We need more Star Wars. We need people in video games. It's great. Yeah, it's it's been great. Um, awesome. Uh, you can follow me at T Oxtra. Uh, since fantasy football season is over, I'm far less annoying. Um, just having a good time, uh, sharing awesome experiences with people online that I really care for. Um, and then you can follow at secret friends, you on Twitter, uh, secret friends, unite.com, our discord group. Um, I'm actually in hive as well. Um, which, you know, it came back Me too. Uh, just Canardian. Yep. Yeah. It, it came back. back. Um, uh, I'm at Todd of war. Uh, so I actually had a little bit of fun time okay. with my name. So at Tioxtra at Todd of war. Um, yeah, check out hive. It's, it's a, it's a kinder and gentler place. Uh, a lot less, it's not like most Isley folks. So check it out there. <laughs> See, Mark, I know Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, join us. Uh, check out our content, folks. We, you know, if you rate us, we'd love a rating on iTunes or any of the things, the services we're on because it lets more people find us. So uh, thank you. And we're really excited about 2023. Cool things are coming at Seek French Unite. So with that, Mark. Awesome. Another great year with you, my friend. It's been awesome. Um, it's always great to do this. I look forward to this every time because I love talking about video games and I love hanging out with my favorite Canardian. Me too, man. It's, it's been, uh, um, if I sound rough today, you can imagine how rough I sounded two weeks ago. Uh, basically just no voice whatsoever. So hopefully in two weeks, it'll just be back fully and I'll be ready to go. But uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I look forward to uh, to 2023 and uh, and more more video game chats with, with you and our community. Absolutely. So folks, thank you for joining us on this video game journey. It's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.